connected whole. To the scientific student of the higher criminal world, no capital in Europe offered the advantages which London then possessed. But now he shrugged his shoulders in humorous deprecation of the state of things which he had himself done so much to produce. At the time of which I speak, Holmes had been back for some months, and I, at his request, had sold my practice and returned to share the old quarters in Baker Street. A young doctor named Werner had purchased my small Kensington practice and given with astonishingly little demur the highest price which I ever ventured to ask. An incident which only explained itself some years later, when I found that Werner was a distant relation of Holmes, and it was my friend who had really found the money. Our months of partnership had not been so uneventful as he had stated, for I find on looking over my notes that this period includes the case of the papers of ex-president Murillo, and also the shocking affair of the Dutch steamship Friesland, which so nearly cost us both our lives. His cold and proud nature was always averse, however, from anything in the shape of public applause, and he bound me in the most stringent terms to say no further word of himself, his methods or his successors, a prohibition which, as I have explained, has only now been removed. Mr. Sherlock Holmes was leaning back in his chair after his whimsical protest, and was unfolding his morning paper in a leisurely fashion, when our attention was arrested by a tremendous ring at the bell, followed immediately by a hollow drumming sound, as if someone were beating on the outer door with his fist. As it opened, there came a tumultuous rush into the hall, and rapid feet clamoring up the stairs, and an instant later a wild-eyed and frantic young man, pale, disheveled, and palpitating, burst into the room. He looked from one to the other of us, and under our gaze of inquiry, he became conscious that some apology was needed for this unceremonious entry. I'm sorry, Mr. Holmes. You mustn't blame me. I'm nearly mad. Mr. Holmes, I am the unhappy John Hector Macfarlane. He made the announcement as if the name alone would explain both his visit and his manner, but I could see by my companion's unresponsive face that it meant no more to him than to me. Have a cigarette, Mr. Macfarlane. Holmes pushed his cigarette case over to him. I'm sure that with your symptoms, my friend Dr. Watson here would prescribe a sedative. The weather has been so very warm this last few days. Now, if you feel a little more composed, I would be glad if you would sit down in this chair and tell us very slowly and quietly who you are and what it is that you want. You mentioned your name as if I should recognize it. But I assure you that beyond the obvious facts that you are a bachelor, a solicitor, a Freemason, and an asthmatic, I know nothing whatever about you. Familiar as I was with my friend's methods, it was not difficult for me to follow his deductions and to observe the untidiness of attire, the sheaf of legal papers, the watch charm, and the breathing which had prompted them. Our client, however, stared in amazement. Yes, I am all that, Mr. Holmes. And in addition... I am the most unfortunate man at this moment in London. For heaven's sakes, don't abandon me, Mr. Holmes, if they come to arrest me before I finish my story. Make them give me time, so that I may tell you the whole truth. I could go to jail happy if I knew that you were working for me on the outside. Arrest you? Oh, this is really most gra <laughs> most interesting. On what charge do you expect to be arrested? Upon the charge of murdering Mr. Jonas Oldacre of Lower Norwood. My companion's expressive face showed a sympathy which was not, I am afraid, entirely unmixed with satisfaction. Oh, dear me, it was only this moment at breakfast that I was saying to my friend Dr. Watson that sensational cases had disappeared out of our papers. Our visitor stretched forward a quivering hand, 
and picked up the Daily Telegraph, which still lay upon Holmes's knee. If you had looked at it, sir, you would have seen at a glance what the errand is on which I have...